Hey guys, it's a Keep It Loud Crew podcast, broadcasting from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Guys, I had to go back to the Bahamas because you know the carnival is right around the corner. I got the CEO for the hypnotic mass band camp on the line all the way from NASA. Mr. Cooper, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Cooper. Well, I've been running because I know that you've been back and forth with your work. You've been with different band launches. But before we get into all of that, please explain or introduce yourself to our audience because I got a lot to get into. Introduce yourself to our audience, Mr. Cooper. All right, all right. Good night. Theo Cooper here. Um, band leader of Hypnotic Mass, as you've heard. Um, we're a pretty new band here to Nassau, Bahamas, a rebranded band. Uh, but our history is a pretty extensive throughout Carnival. Um, Hypnotic Mass is, is sort of managed by a company called Shador. Shador has done customs and sections throughout the Caribbean um, for, but for a time now. And uh, our team of designers is pretty vast. So our knowledge is... Is, is pretty good and secured, and we intend to bring something new and sensational to the Bahamas. Oh, well, for the Bahamas Carnival this year. Now, the dates are, is it going to be the Junkanoo? Because I know Bahamas, I mean, is it two carnivals? Is it one carnival? Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Um, well, Junkanoo, which is sort of a different parade with a whole different meaning, happens in the Christmas so that happens over the Christmas holidays, the Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas and the New Year's Day. So there's two parades that we have there. And then we have Bahamas Carnival, which is more of a Caribbean style of carnival that happens in May. So that's proposed to be May 3rd through 6th of 2019. Oh, wow. So for how many sections you guys are going to have for this carnival um, 2019 Bahamas Carnival. Well, right, right now we're looking at about six sections, and that does not include the Monday Wear collection that we're looking to bring about. So we're definitely looking to change the game with, with uh, our style of designs and our concepts. Yeah, because your style of design, I love your style of design. Miami Carnival 2018. We won't touch on that for a minute, but Miami Carnival is when I actually saw your design on the road. How was right. that experience for Miami Carnival 2018? Because I know Carnival by Sea killed the road. Oh, that yes, you did. That was yeah. one that went across over there midday before the rain came down. Right. It was the sun. Everything was right. The environment was nice. The sun was out. The people was enjoying themselves. Let's recap about that 2018 experience for Miami. Well, yes, you're right. Um, Carnival by Sea did kill the road. I don't know if you noticed, we dropped another section later right there with Experience Nirvana. That section was also a good one uh, for Revel Nation. Um, for us, uh, Hypnotic, we put out a section out there, which was more of an exclusive section. We didn't want much of a crowd. We were just saying, hey, Hypnotic is here. So that was more of a debut of the Hypnotic Mars Band for us. But, you know, we've been doing... Uh, Miami Carnival for different clients for some time now. We don't want Island. 
before EMS, working behind the scenes to do productions. So for us, Miami Connor was sort of a, where we started. Um, our company is based out of Florida, and that's where we did a lot of our productions and, and prototyping right out of Florida. So Miami for us is our second home. Nice, nice. So, so your production, we, we were basically seeing your productions and your behind the scene work throughout the carnival. Right. Throughout right. the carnival scene in the Caribbean. Now, right. have you guys gone out of the Caribbean and touched different carnival scenes, maybe overseas in the UK? Have you guys been international? Well, of course, from well, international well, waters yet? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. We have a list of designers, which include myself, my partner, um, you know, I, I'm Hypnotic Mass is a rebranded Junkanoo Commandos organization wing um, that we had in Carnival and the Junkanoo wait, Commandos. Wait, wait. Sorry. So wait, 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 hold up. So Mr. Cooper, Junkanoo Commandos, it means started back in 2015 when really Bahim, the Bahamas Carnival was really started to pump up. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Junkanoo Commandos was in there, but Junkanoo Commandos has been around for about 10, 15 years doing uh, Junkanoo throughout the world. We've done the UK, we've done across North America, but for for the brand, we had a carnival wing and that participated in the Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival. And so now you have Hypnotic Mass, which is a rebranded Junkanoo Commandos band, you wow. see? So that's just some clarity on that. But when I look, when you talk about our designers, we have uh, Drew by Design, uh, they just they just did a section with Bacchanal J in Jamaica, um, Carnival by Sea out of Miami, Experience Nirvana. Um, I did work in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I did work in we we got a production going on in St. Bart's, St. Kitts. We we've been doing work behind the scenes for a lot of bands for some time now, and so what's happening now is we're just saying okay, we're going home, and we're going to build this carnival like we know it to be. Mm. So, in your experience, when did the, I guess, the flame or I guess the gas was added to the fire for Bahamas Carnival? When did it start to pick up? Because Bahamas and Bermuda are the fastest rising carnivals now. Because right, right. If you're going to hit Bahamas, if you're hitting Bermuda, or say, for instance, your funds ain't right for Trinidad, you're going to hit Jamaica. Your funds ain't right for Jamaica, you're going to hit uh, Miami. Your friends right. ain't right for Miami, you miss Miami, you probably could jump on an Uber Soka cruise. But right. how has that that now how has that fire got now that, that that flame has risen now throughout the carnival um community from Bahamas? I, I would say Bahamas Carnival has sort of picked up in the last two years or so. Like a lot of people, like we started back in 2015. Um, even for us, we we opted not to play a big role in it because we wanted to see it grow. There's a lot of, with many things like other Caribbean countries, there's politics. And the politics was removed from Bahamas Carnival as of 2018. So when that was done, you know, it made it more of a viable thing for a lot of persons. And then for the carnival masqueraders, you know, they were able to see us build over time into a product that they could buy into, and, and that's what we're looking to continue to develop on here. Mm, that's and that right. is an actual, and you're just leading the way right now because I I myself have I experienced I, when it was I think it was back in 2012 we was on a cruise um, mm-hmm. didn't go through and experience the whole 
carnival per se, but we came on the cruise there and I, I came with a, a group of, of, of non-Caribbean people. So it wasn't actually, you know, to party was there to actually go to work. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is that we fell in love with the music. And now that your carnival has been inspired by many now, and now it's picking up steam. The rake and scrape music now is also picking up steam too for the small island music throughout the Soka community. Right. Touch on that aspect a little bit. How has that grown over the years now? Well, you know, rake and scrape for us in the Bahamas has been something that we've traditionally done for years. Um, now you're seeing it added to the music and you're seeing um, persons having an appreciation for it because for some, it's been a lost art. You don't hear it. You don't hear it typically when you go out of the country. You know, for me... It was, it was being playing on Uba Soka Cruise, I heard, because... I heard that too. Yeah, I wasn't there, unfortunately. Uh, yes. I was glad to hear it played there. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, the Bahamas is population... The Bahamas, Bahamas is pretty big spread out of 700 islands and keys, but our population is small. So what happens is the music doesn't get carried out as much as the Trini and the Jamaican because our our population is under 300,000. So what happens is when you get lost in that translation of music, it's hard to see the significance of rake and scrape often. And so now to have it played on the Uber Circle Cruises, that's a proud achievement for us. And it's our hope that our DJs that go out there and they play in these different events, they continue to carry on music because it's unique. You know? Some it of it's the- but it's very unique to the Bahamas. And that's the one of the bigger experiences that we intend to bring people um, when they play with Hypnotic Mass. So, Mr. Cooper, how did you get into I guess, event planning, mask. I mean, how did you actually get into the carnival scene? Okay, well, for me, I've been fifteen years. Um, and what happened was I went to college in, in Canada and I had my business partner today. He was doing carnival in Miami. He said, Theo, I think this is something you need to get into, man. So I started off right then in, in Caravana. Um, Playing, uh, playing mass, and then starting to do a little designing, and it just grew from there. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody wants to get into, I, I will say that you're the director, you're a band director. Is that correct? Because correct. So, yes. How, how would how would with a a young individual who wants to be aspire to be a band director? How can they actually get into this field? What 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 advice would you give them? Because what? We don't really have much, I mean, let me put it this way. Anyone that is playing mass right now, it's probably like a kept secret to how to run your camp and how to run your band. So we're not going to have any young individuals like myself or even younger to say, well, let me jump in this and try and start my mass band. See what I'm saying? Because probably they just don't know. So how should they begin? Well, I'll, I'll say this so I could possibly inspire several persons out there. I just turned 30 about two weeks ago and I consider myself to be one of the younger band leaders I know several of my clients that are pretty young as well that are also having bands band leaders come from persons that have a desire to bring a a different level of mass experience so it isn't impossible but it's just having the right idea and the right team to make it happen you know some of us are designers some of us are event planners and promoters some of us just could bring people together too um, celebrate something. So, you know, 
it's different elements and, and keys that you need to have to make it happen. But it's not impossible. You know, I'm a person that loves to start from the bottom and build up. You know, I would start working in a mass camp, volunteering, learning the different aspects of mass. And although someone may not teach you, you could pick up various aspects just being in the mass camp. Go in the mass camp. Trust me. Um, a lot of places don't have the mass camp experience. I know there's very little mass camp experience in Miami because of how it's structured. But in Toronto, that was something that I lived for every weekend. You know, you'd go by the mass camp, get shocked, the big shock and, and, and drink and lime and stuff like that. And this was a foreign concept to me, but I gravitated towards it because I felt like I was at home. So I would encourage persons out there, go get involved, learn it from the bottom. You could fall a little bit, but you could get back up, but it's a learning experience. Mm, I hear it right there. I hear it right there. So I don't want to hear no excuse for nobody. So, Cooper, for 2018, what carnival do you personally experience um, rather than your Bahamian carnival? I mean, Miami, did you do anything prior to Miami? Well, for, for us, uh, my production company, Under Shador, we would have we done some work in um, Simbarts for a client, and then we did Jamaica Carnival. Um, those were the only two carnivals that we did outside of Miami. We didn't go to, we didn't participate in Bahamas. We went out there and we sort of analyzed it and um, got ideas for this 2019 season. But our season was cut short this year um, just because we wanted to analyze and, and plan for the bond for 2019. Mm, I see, I see, I see. Now, I noticed you say that you're going to have six sections for 2019 this year, right? Mm -hmm. And for the sections, them that. This designer, Shador, I guess is killing the market because touch on what is this bold Bahamas carnival concept? Like, what's that going to be all about? Because it looks like. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's funny um you know i i was thinking bowl wasn't actually the original theme I, i'm not afraid to say what it was we were thinking about doing the wizard of oz and you know we said okay haven't seen it when it's something new something different um but then i thought about it again and i said hmm will that really speak to the type of impact we wanted to have and then i thought about it some more and i said bold and I said, boy, she bully. And that was something that we used to say as kids when we saw someone dress a certain way or do a certain thing that was out of the norm. Boy, that's bold. Boy, that's brazen. And so yes. when we thought about that, that was hypnotic. And it, and it, it, it was purely hypnotic because what we're doing is considered bold. The type of designs that we're doing is going to be considered bold. Because we are people here in the Bahamas that are used to covering up and not showing too much skin. And, you know, we just want to be so much reserved, which is not carnival. And so bold just stood out to us in terms of the impact we wanted to bring to Bahamas Carnival 2019. So when you talk, think about bold, you know, it's going to be something that we can relate to other people here in the Bahamas and personally for doing it. A great launching team for the And you know that our design is um, some sections in our.
see the locks. You're going to see the lit. It's going to be something different and exciting and vibrant for sure. So your group also consists of event planners because it's, you guys also plan events for the carnival season um, on the island of Bahamas, or I should say in NASA. Correct. So, so the event, go ahead. The, sun, the Sundance event, is that now going to be this, I guess it was the fifth year. It was the Sundance this year. Yeah, that was the fifth year for them. Yep. So are you also um, part of that? I'm not a part of the Sundance crew. No. Um, they're completely separate from us. Um, we'd love to work with them for any event that they wanted to work with because I don't think they're linked to any band. Um, but we're hosting several events ourselves. Um, tentative dates will be dropped out as soon as we launch our band, including a Juve and events during the week of Carnival. So definitely you're going to have a lot of events out there. You know, unfortunately, in a, a small island like this, when you're a smaller, new and upcoming band, as soon as you drop something, everybody else jumps on the bandwagon and tries to pick it up and, and run with it before you do it, right? So yeah. Yeah, that's just one of those things. But I, I guarantee... Um, we're going to have several events. You know, some of the brands we may bring on, we will work with them to host some events that they normally do as well. And um, it's going to be something exciting. I am looking forward for that. Now, have you seen a, a rise in registration for masqueraders um, so far from since 2015 till now? I would say so, um, for sure. I think it's definitely risen from an a international masquerader perspective. Persons, you know, with the Bahamas Carnival Cruise that is coming down here from Florida, more, more people have come into the carnival. Um, persons that were more reserved, they're getting more comfortable with their bodies now that they see others doing it. So, you know, the carnival itself has allowed the Bahamas to open its mindset in terms of hey, I could go wear this, you know. We were a people that, when you went to the beach, all of the girls were hot on T-shirts. And so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's definitely been like, a, you know, an opening of the minds. But I'll tell you this too. What, what's also happening is you got a lot of kids from university that are coming home that are cultured in their experience. And so they're not afraid. So they're jumping in the line as well. And so that's also encouraging a lot of persons to participate. So every year, another set of kids graduate from university or college. They're coming back home and they're playing masks because they're not afraid. You know, that they're, they're going to show out and do, do them, you know. And so we're maturing and we're growing. And Carnival has truly grown on the Bahamas since 2015. What I can say about Hypnotic and everybody that's a part of your team, a part of the, the, the mask camp, I like your, your designs because your designs are, I would say they're, they're like, how I should say, fantastic. That was those fantastic, just gems, beautiful colors, those vibrant colors. And it's the wire concept of that bra. It's really attractive. Mm -hmm. And that's very unique because you have a lot of designers that go and, you know, design for Various camps, you know, and some may use feathers. Some everybody have their different 
styles and stuff. Yeah. Style they want and what type of material they want to do. But what I like is how I stick to that that wire kind of grab to your body. Not saying cage, but everything is just so petite on top of you and only covering the areas that needs to be covered. You know what I mean? Right, right. So that's a plug I'll put in for my 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 right hand, uh, Wilshire Dames. He's always been named the wireologist of Miami. Um, he is the creative mind that would have brought me into Carnival. Uh, you know, I, I always listen to him and take his lead. And we work together, Cohen, uh, hand in toe, because <laughs> everything he says, I feel it. I sense it. If he wants to put one feather here, I see it. So our partnership has been so great. And, you know, it shows in our work. And see, you know, when we look at Carnival, we ask our masqueraders, what do they want from us? And so we let them push us into the way they wish us to design these costumes. So for us, it's not just stones, trims, and feathers. It's designing something that uniquely will work with the anatomy of the female's body. So, so we, we take, we take Mars very seriously. And, um, we know our clients appreciate it at the end of the day. I mean, I know that because Miami was a ball. Miami was something amazing for you. Now, are you still looking for your your um, hypnotic mask band ambassador? You still looking for 2019 ambassador or, or you already have that set in stone already? Oh, man. <laughs> we got a list. We got a massive <laughs> list of persons that... <laughs> That would have reached out to us that, you know, because I guess hypnotic, unlike a lot of the bands here in the Bahamas, hypnotic is geared by a brand that's been doing carnival. So our reach is, is, is a bit more extensive than there is. There's our. So, you know, persons have just been contacting us left, right and center. Hey, hey, don't mind the post, the, the, the DMs. It's all about the DMs. So they're yes. like, can we can we be a brand ambassador? How can we help you promote the DJs? It's just overwhelming. Um, if you saw my inbox, you wouldn't believe it. It took it takes days. <laughs> I could believe you because I would I say I would say to anyone out there still looking to be a brand ambassador, hey, if if you feel you could bring the pull that we need to our band, hit us up. Hit us up, and we'll we'll look at it and, and consider it, and if not, we'll do whatever we could to do to make your uh, mass experience in the Bahamas if you wish to come down the best one what what required what what are the requirements um that for manic mass band look for 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 what a, band, in a band ambassador for brand ambassador we're just looking for persons with a good following persons that could push it and persons that buy into the vision and I would say Buying into the vision of hypnotic is the most important thing. Hypnotic mass band will not just be a Bahamas-based band because we've done work throughout the Caribbean. We intend to take hypnotic mass throughout the Caribbean and possibly even to the UK if we could get over there. So don't think it's just Bahamas. It's bigger than that. We are looking to take this globally. We may end up back in Toronto one day. Um, so think big and buy into the vision that is hypnotic, which is bringing mass and bringing vibes and making sure the experience of our people is of the top notch. That's, that's what hypnotic is about. So always look, look for us, look for us outside of the Bahamas. I always tell people, listen, you know, I got people here that follow me, that love me and appreciate me here that are 
that I've known for years, but they're with another band in Bahamas. I say, don't worry about that. Follow us, work with us. We may go to Jamaica, come play mass with us in Jamaica. And some of them are, are, are prepared for that because, you know, it's bigger than just Bahamas Carnival. Mm-hmm. To the vision. And I think this is the band for you. This is the band. I tell people all day, this is the band you want to be with. I feel you on that one. I see you on that one because you guys are doing an exceptional job. I think your team is well-rounded and you, 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 you evaluate your market and then you just go and you, you have a very strategic plan. You set it aside and you just knock it out. You see? So I like that with you guys, how you guys have that set up because it's not all about the likes all the time. It's all about the passion and love for what you do. Mm-hmm. For me, personally, this is the passion and love for what I do. You know, I mm-hmm. love the DJ, but it has different right. aspects of being a DJ. It's not all the time I like to go back there and jump up and play the music. I want to hear what makes Carnival, Carnival. As cliche in my song, what makes it Carnival? You know, what these designers have to go through on a daily basis with like how to pick the material, you know. My mother is a seamstress, so she mm-hmm. have to. You have to go and make sure that your material is right. You know, you have to stick in a budget. Sometimes some people might want to play more roles that they, some people in the camp might take on more roles that than they can handle. You know, mm-hmm. because you have to balance your personal life and your party life when it comes to masquerade. For sure, for sure, for sure. You can't want to dibble and dabble in a two life then. That can't right. happen. I can't say Stancy Star Jones all day. It might seem so. Some some people might say, "Why well, he doing a lot of things?" Yeah, I am because this is. I I I look at how I want to utilize my time with the events throughout the day, and mm-hmm. this is the actions that I like to take. You know, I might be at right. lunch, boom boom, see who there. If nobody there, well, I keep it moving because I, I know at the end. The, I know at the end. Well, it's a bigger reason. And I gonna keep on pushing my reason. So right. I like that vision with you guys too, because everyone with you guys have that um, emotional attraction to your masqueraders. And how how do you guys actually the customer service when you come to the Bahamas? How do you guys handle that? Well, you know, I would say customer service for us is something that we've built a. a um, we built upon over the years under the Shador brand because that's key for us and that's what keeps persons coming back. Sometimes, you know, it's not all just um, candies and rainbows and just, it doesn't always go good. And so even when something goes bad, we do our best to ensure that we work through it with the client to make sure that they are satisfied at the end of the day. And, and that's what a lot of people don't know you know it's a lot of factors that go into making mass happen you know a a production could go bad you know a lot of guys are going to china well we don't make feathers so that's a chinese production we don't make stones that's a chinese production and so a lot of things go bad in a lot of instances and we got to correct them and you know it's sometimes it's pretty hard sometimes it's a lot of hours just to make it happen and it's just ensuring that we stay in communication and reach out to our people to ensure that their experience is the best, nonetheless, of whatever happened that could have made it. So it's working with persons, no matter what happens, 
same thing. I need to deliver the best experience possible. And and that that's something that that takes time. It takes falling down and getting back up. Uh, and dusting yourself off to ensure that you could continue to satisfy customers on a day in and day out basis. So now, is it an advantage of being in Miami for a logistical stand, standpoint for sourcing your products? I would say so because Miami is the hub. Miami is one of the hubs in the United States for bringing a lot of products in there. The largest feather distributor in the world is in Florida. And so, you know, a lot of people have to go through there to get a lot of that product. You know, New York has a design district, and so a lot of the fabrics that we can think of, yeah. But Miami is a place generally where you still got to go back and get stuff through anyway. And so it's been the hub for the Caribbean for a long time, and I don't see that change. You don't see that change in no time soon, huh? <laughs> because it's, it's, it's the key. I mean, you know, the Bahamas is still enough to be right on the Florida Keys, but it's the main hub for a lot of us to, to get what we need to get it, get it done. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that one. I, I, I don't think a lot of camps look at that because I don't know for, from a logistical standpoint, um, for instance, California, if, you, if the California, when I know when you play mass in California, that's going to be one of the Arise Carnival in the U.S. From, from your point of view, that, that's what I would like to ask you. From your point of view, what are your top U.S. carnivals um, from your point of view? The top U- U.S. carnivals for me would be, I would say, Miami, um, New York, um, Atlanta, and L.A. Those are my top hmm. carnivals, yeah. Technically, if you're looking at research, you know, you don't have to look at North America because Canada typically, Canada has Caravan as the largest carnival in North America, period. Yes. And then second to that would be New York. But when you talk about the Bose Vimes, it's Miami. And, you know, even Miami has struggled to maintain that title because of the fact that it's in on the stadium, you know, people want to be in the street. And so now you have a Bahamas carnival, which is a street parade, you know, where persons in Florida could just jump over and just go to, that's going to be competition for a Miami. You know, people now can look and say, okay, well, instead of me doing Miami, I'll just do over so can do a Bahamas carnival. So it's, it's going to be one of those things where, you know, even a Miami may have to reinvent itself um, and listen to the masqueraders. You know, a lot of times we take the complaints of the masqueraders for granted. I could tell you for a fact, every year I've done Toronto Carnival, there's a masquerader survey that circulates that allows persons to talk about their experience and they take that and they try to improve their parade. And these are the things that you're going to have to do to ensure that your parade stays on top. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because now I see that you guys actually are going to stand up due to the fact that you have, well, the, the Caribbean culture is so attractive and everybody wants to dibble and dabble in it. Um, once you taste the culture, it's hard to drop it. Mm-hmm. And by me saying that, I, I noticed you said Miami's going to have a hard time of, of, of keeping the carnival contained. Yes, Miami, that's a wild, that's a beast. That is actually, 
a beast. Now, you, I look at it from two points of views. I look at it of, of, of masqueraders that have Caribbean parent descent and mm -hmm. have been born in the mainland and have known the culture throughout their family and have interacted with the culture now for 20, for Miami Carnival. So all they know is a Miami Carnival, you know? Um, right. Some, some, some kids born from Caribbean descent have not been back to their parents' island. Right. So, right. so true. they might say, well, okay, I'm going to play mass. I'm going to go Miami. I'm going to play mass in Miami. I know for a fact that it has a starting point and it has an ending point. Right. So they can contain that for those masqueraders who are starting off as the green leaf of plane or the right. young ones of plane. Right. So right. if you want to, to, to get into a carnival in the U.S. and you haven't gone to a Caribbean carnival, I'll tell you about Miami carnival. Yes, it's contained right. and they'll have it in a park, but it has to be a way where they can understand um, the culture. Right. Because the culture right. is on a fast rise. Now, if we have everybody playing masks coming down the road in Miami and everybody's looking at it, some people might not know how to react to that. Some some masqueraders might get lost because you can say, hey, Cooper, look, hey, when, the, when the jam done, meet me at the end of the bathroom. I'll be by last year by the end. You, you, right. you know that? You, you know that feeling? Right. So right. in Bahamas now, let's go now to the, 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 the vibes now. It's all about vibes now. So they have to give you an, a Caribbean vibes on a U.S. or a... a, a a, a non-Caribbean land. So, boom, we you have vibes in Florida that's still Caribbean vibes, but you're going to get the same organic vibe from each individual island. See what I'm right. saying? Right. So right. now, we can come to Bahamas now. We try Miami Carnival. We can come to Bahamas now and now the vibe's going to be crazy because why? You're going to have the culture, meaning the locals on the side of the street. You're going to be coming down playing mass. You're going to be behind the band. I mean, you're going to be behind it, the truck now. So when that vibe hits you, that's going to be a whole different dopamine level now, turn on now. You're going to be like, well, oh, yeah. this is mass now. Oh, yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Yes, they're going to have to, to see how they're going to have to, to open and, and, and loose the base because once it's loose and they find that chemistry, I don't know who's going to hold Miami. <laughs> you know, for sure you know what i mean so i would i would i would say i would like to interact with Mass coming up in 2019 it has a lot that i have on the board so i don't want to overwhelm myself because balance is one thing you have to do but right miami is right there you know trinidad is coming up uh -huh. um, then you have jamaica um, you also have Bermuda. These are some of the places, me personally, I would like to experience and then go abroad. You know, it has Dubai right, right, and then right, you have right. overseas and stuff like that. So I would ask, you know, for, for, for your experience now, and we just talked about playing mass on the road and, and containing mass, which it, I know you said you've been in Caravana, I mean, um, Caravana in, in, um, in, in, up in Canada. So, what is your favorite carnival to attend? I mean, are those Bahamas? You might say, you know, you know, Bahamas has just started, and I'm not just gonna because I'm Bahamian say Bahamas is the best for me, um, because I I've experienced the carnivals. My most 
my favorite carnival to attend is Jamaica Carnival. And it's Jamaica Carnival because it gives me the best of both worlds, which is the dancehall and the soca. And you know, you get that nowhere else. You get that nowhere else. And I'm sort of crushed because in 2019, Bahamas and Jamaica Carnival are pretty much almost in the same week. You got Jamaica Carnival on the 28th and we're on the on the fourth. So it's just sort of days apart. And so for me as a band director, I can't necessarily just jump over and go to Jamaica and, and, and not be here to ensure that my product is what it should be. But Jamaica, by far for me, is my favorite carnival to attend. Nice, nice. I, wow, that, that, that is, I, I hear they said Jamaica is right there because me, myself, I like the dance hall too. You know, I, I, I love the dance hall, but I, I always like music in a whole. Mm-hmm. And to experience carnival sometimes, it was always one-sided. Mm-hmm. I was soca all the time, and it was always I wouldn't I wouldn't knock on it, you know. What I mean, I'm not knocking on it, but for mm-hmm. a person who has a specific genre that they like and they enjoy to mm-hmm. really step out, it was like, wow, this is really cool. But now I am seeing how it's it's fusing, and it's fusing to a way where it's putting it on a level now that ain't too much dance hall, ain't too much soca. You know, it's a mix of the culture and the mix of the music. That's what I like about it. Right. I really enjoy that. Right. So now for the ending of 2018, um, what are events you guys may hold for the ending of 2018, Cooper? Well, I'll, I'll say this for us. Um, unfortunately, we're heading into what we know as the Junkanoo season hand bombers. So, you know, we thought about having a mix and mingle um, just to get people familiar with us. We're going to have to push that into the new year and start off with our band launch because right now, you know, I'm the lead designer of, of a junk in a group here in Bahamas. So it's hard for me to pull away and, 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 and focus on, on Carnival when I got two major parades happening back to back. And so, you know, we'll launch uh, January 12th. You know, that information is going to be posted very soon uh, and, and just go from there because, you know, our people in itself, they're not in carnival mode as yet because Junkanoo is the largest festival in the Bahamas that brings persons together every year. And so, you know, we don't want to get people confused and, you know, fool with the sentimental value of Junkanoo, which Bahamians have been doing since slavery, you know? So there's a lot of sentimental value behind Junkanoo, which, you know, we respect as fellow Junkanoos that we're just not going to, interfere or even try to compete with on top of the annual Christmas parties that have always happened around the December season. You see? Miles and respect to that. I like how I am preserving the history and I am looking past yeah, for, the sure. for the history. I really respect that there because a lot of people don't look at that. They just oh, look no. at coming to play that there and leave the history of the island. And then sometimes we as as the individual we forget where we come from at times and be like, well, you know, let me move on to this. But I like that. You know, I, I really appreciate that and I love that. Well, Cooper, the control is yours. Tell our audience where they can find you on our social media platform. A shout out to whoever you want to shout out to, Cooper. Okay, I want to shout out to, first and foremost, my team, my hypnotic <laughs> mask team, my masqueraders that just play with me in, in Miami. We look for you to come forward. Um, my... uh. 
section leaders experienced Nirvana, um, Bohemia, uh, Carnival by Sea, and anyone else that you may see popping there. <laughs> uh, we could be found on pretty much any social media. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, Hypnotic Mass. Just look us up. I would like to say Google me. Google me. Hypnotic <laughs> Mass. <laughs> yeah, so find us on Instagram, Hypnotic Mass Band. Um, like Twitter, like I said, Facebook. Um, the website is up, hypnoticmass.com. You could actually pre-register for only 20 bucks just to secure your spot in the band. You know, so that's something we're pushing now. Secure your spot. Because like I said, this is the band. There's no other band you want to be with. You know, we, we take your mass experience to the utmost highest degree. And so our brands share that vision that we have. And we're going to bring it like never seen before. Hi, 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 in Providence 2019. <laughs> well, Cooper, it was a pleasure having you today, my son. And I thank you so much for joining the podcast. And Star Jones and the Keep It Loud crew would like to thank you and your crew for joining us. So, guys, that was Mr. Cooper with the Hypnotic Mass Band. Ayo, 2019, Bahamas Carnival. We gotta go down there and check it out, Ayo. We have to see. Make sure I check them out. If I want to be section leaders, if I need to get registered in for the masquerade camp, Ayo, make sure I catch you out, you know, so. Check him out online. And um, guys, it was a pleasure talking to you. Have a great one. Keep a loud crew. Sensi Star Jones signing off from the nation's capital. <laughs>